Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime. And you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is um, yet another instance of recording where we're in the same room. That never happens. It's so rare and you're so lucky to get a second episode of this. Mm -hmm, because we are in Los Angeles in the middle of our 2019 tour. We just had our second show of the tour in Los Angeles at the Regent Theater. It went great. It was so great, actually. Thank you to everyone who came. We had the best time. We sold so much merch. It was so, so delightful. So much merch. We met so many fans hooligans you were all so fun nice oh my god it was really really good if and so it was did, a san francisco show if you did the mean greet you know how like uncomfortable you were with that but it was so delightful to do you know yeah never did a mean greet until san francisco did it a second time in la was Wild. a lot of was a lot of fun was a lot of fun. two people showed up in shirts they made for the occasion one was wearing um a shirt with Glenn Close's face on it. The other one was wearing a shirt with Lady Gaga's face it's on it. Amazing. Which is great because the life show has a lot of the wife in it. It was completely on theme. It has a lot of the wife in it. I mean, but not too much. Come on. Don't, people are going to not come. Yeah, no, they should, but they should come. That's a reason to come. <laughs> this weekend we are here, but next weekend we're actually going to be in Denver on Thursday. Port Portland no, on Denver, Seattle on. Denver on Thursday, Seattle on Friday, Portland on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So if you are on the fence of coming to those, any of those shows, like definitely buy a ticket. Yeah, it's going to be fun. amazing. We've practiced the show twice now, so it's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have all new stuff to talk about next week because the original stuff is old at that yeah. point. Yeah, and if you were at a live show and any of this sounds familiar, sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, so, Lindsay, what's tonight? What's the big who news that's happening tonight? So tonight is Sunday, mm -hmm. and Sunday tonight is the huge event, the huge Fox event of Rent live starring the one and only Tinashe and no one else. <laughs> I was going to say we should talk about the other people in it, but it's, I don't even know what to say about 
Jordan Fisher. There's what? people. Okay, so Jordan Valentina. Okay, Jordan Fisher. I interviewed once about a video game. Don't ask. Um, he's delightful. He was in Grease Live. Mm-hmm. That was like his big thing, and now mm-hmm. he's doing other stuff. He was in Hamilton, I think. Too. Oh, right. He was a good. I think we talked about him when Red we Light did. was announced. Valentina's an interesting case. Valentina's a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Do not know if she can sing. But what's interesting is we'll actually find out. She got kicked off. Oh, is that a spoiler? Who cares? It already aired. She got kicked off the Rita episode of Drag Race. Rita Ora. We'll talk about that later. Um, this week. So there's an interesting semi-narrative of her getting kicked off Drag Race and doing Rent Live this next week, which is kind of like Tinashe getting kicked off Dancing with the Stars and then immediately oh. starting her rent, her rent practicing. A little bit different because Tinashe's was more in real time and Valentina obviously, this Drag Race was shot before the rent practicing. Okay. You know? Yeah. But it syncs up like really well. That's interesting. Who else is in this? Um, Vanessa Hudgens, obviously. Oh, obviously. Who is playing? She she did play the Mimi role, but now she's playing the older Maureen role, which mm-hmm. I love. Like, they aged. She, she aged they, she out aged of up. it. She, she aged, aged up. up. Even though, I'm sorry, but like, she looks like she's 15. She could play that role. <laughs> but maybe they were like, we don't want Vanessa Hudgens, like an Italian-American, I think, playing not not great for this performance. Right. I get it. I get it. Then there's Brandon Victor Dixon. I think she's Italian American. Don't do not quote me on that. Okay. He was in Jesus Christ Superstar Live, which my He's parents Broadway. loved. He's Broadway person. Yeah. My parents loved it by the way. He was the more impressive co-star of John Legend, honestly. Not that John Legend isn't amazing, but this guy blew him out of the water. Okay. And then last but last last but not least Tanache. We well, haven't talked about that's her. That's our girl. I've seen clips of her practicing. We I'm, heard her sing Seasons of Love. And she sounds great. And she had like, I don't know. And you know, know she's a great dancer. I don't know. Rent, someone was saying they gave her, her character doesn't really have a big part in that song, but they gave her a big part in that song because it's Tinashe. Well, it's also like they That's, have to, I don't really know they have to well. rebalance who can sing and who cannot sing. Mm-hmm. So they have, you know, uh, some better singers than others, I mm-hmm. think I would say. I'm very, again, curious about Valentina. Did not know she could sing, but We're going to have Keela Settle in there. Yeah. Kal- Kal- Greatest showman yeah, herself. Yeah, and... Um, uh, who's the other girl? Who's playing um, Jennifer Lee Warren? Joanne. She, uh, uh, her, who's she's, playing she's Joanne? Something. She's an actress. Um, oh, Kel- uh, Kiersey Clemens. Yeah, she's a thing. Kiersey Clemens. She was in Neighbors too. Yeah. She was one of the sorority girls in Neighbors too. I mean, I assume all these people can sing. Like, obviously, they wouldn't be in this if they couldn't sing. But there's some borderlines, you know, where she you're, was in. We were like, what are you choosing this person for? So, she was in my favorite Huey, um, one of my favorite Huey Network shows of the past like five years. What was that? Extant. Extant. What the fuck? The Halle Berry sci-fi show that they hyped, 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 hyped. And you were the only one who watched it? No, I didn't even watch it. Because like it was hype, 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 hype. It was like Halle Berry's getting into the like television game. Yeah. Because like what other game is she playing? Sure. And so they put her on TV and then no one watched it. And it was like a weird... not playing the art game anymore because her art was stolen by all those pirates. Remember? Let me read the premise because it was crazy. (laughs) Molly Woods. Okay, Halle Berry playing Molly. Molly Woods, an astronaut with ISEA, the International Space Exploration Agency, is assigned a 13-month solo mission aboard a a space station. And then she comes home and she's pregnant. Remember? Did did this get... No. Did this get more or less episodes than um, Jerry O'Connell's Bravo talk show? It got more. More. It got 26 episodes. It's a a three-episode over-under. How many episodes? 26. And then it was canceled. That's a lot of episodes. It's a season. 26 episodes in a season? No. Season, like season two season two season season, two season one and one a or whatever sorry we're in los angeles so we get to talk about this stuff um but you know network tv shows have used to have like 20 something episodes in a anyways season. an amazing 26 episode sci-fi series starring Halle Berry. Your i did not think we would fall into this tangent but let's start the show you were on the seraphim station for 13 months are you sure there was no one else on board
Neil 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 So one big, weird, crazy, horrible, insane thing happened last night, and it was that during Lady Gaga's performance as Enigma, in Enigma, I don't know, in Las Vegas, she was singing Shallow on her stage that everyone was at, and then who comes out but Bradley Cooper, dressed as Bradley Cooper, not in even in- Bradley Cooper drag. In Bradley Cooper drag, which means the opposite of Jackson Maine. Yeah, and honestly, I gotta say, it ruined everything for me. <laughs> I'm an anti-Star Is Born, just kidding. I still love a Star Is Born, but I have to say, seeing them perform it as them actual, their actual selves- ruins the entire thing. No. I love the song. I love them. But he is he, out of out of Jackson Main Drag, his singing is not convincing. Her singing is beautiful, but her as Enigma is wild. It does not fit. It's insane. <laughs> well she's in she's in her Joanne. She was in her Joanne aesthetic, right. the like ripped t shirt, the jeans, right. like but the if weird anything, hair. Enigma's closer to Ali Main Drag, because Enigma's mm-hmm. like kind of weird, kind of new gaga, new for us. We're is still en- getting used to her. Is Enigma the name of the show or is it her character? Steven. <laughs> We're in Steven. Our, Steven. Our, our <laughs> dear friend Stephen Avalos's house. Yeah. Stephen, come here. Is, is Enigma Gaga? Is Enigma what Gaga's calling herself, or the name of the show, or both? Uh, it's the name of the show, but, but it's it, not it's, her character. It's not like a Joe Calderon character. They're in her show, but in, not her in the Gaga verse. Yeah. Okay, but it's not her. Okay, bye. Yeah, okay. Thank that you was so much. The least helpful thing we've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> much, Stephen. Hello, Vegas. Yeah, so we're gonna play a clip here. It's weird. It's weird. They it's, sound great. It's they weird sound to great. watch because there's a part where she, where he's singing and she's bowing to him and holding in, his hands. She's in, in his her lap. Hands. It's. I understand what's going on here. Obviously, they're the the, the Oscar run up is big. They're gonna win. They gotta I don't know win. Why this. they're gonna well, win? Like why even? Well, what are you fighting for here? Well, I think the the best, thing best is best now actor, now actress. that now that the the momentum for stars burn. Stars born. The momentum has burned out and it's not the front runner that it once was. Yeah. I think they're just like, well, now we, I mean, we thought we were a shoe in for original song. Well, now we really got to seal the deal. We got to make sure because any number of weirdo things could happen now. But don't you think this is more, I understand song. I think they're a shoe in, obviously, but do you think this is more for best actor, best actress? Maybe. I mean, it's for, Maybe. it's whatever it is. It's for the whole thing. Because, because now, he wasn't nominated for director. It look, it's looking like Spike Lee might get that now, which is great. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for Best Picture. I don't know. Well, now Bohemian Rhapsody. There's no way in hell it'll win. I don't think there's a way in hell don't the Green say Book that. will That's win. That's like a curse. Like, don't curse. It's probably um, between it's Black Klansmen at this point, which is like a weird like so come weird. up. That's weird. And then a Star that is Born fine. or Roma. It's not amazing. A Star is Born or Roma, but and if Roma's Roma going to win Best Foreign. Foreign. Then the voters might be like, "Well, we already gave Question, it to this." When the artist won Best Picture, did it win Best Foreign too? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Let's see. Because that is like an interesting thing. It's like okay, so. A lot of the time, the excuse for the for the for a foreign film well, not winning Well, first of all, it rarely happens, right? So, what I'm saying is, like, the Academy will say, like, this is a really really good movie, but we're going to give it best foreign, and then we kind of like clear the way because mm-hmm. voting for something twice for best is a huge thing because you want to you want to try and be well rounded sometimes sometimes. So, actually, Lindsay, you know what I think it was? It mm-hmm. wasn't even nominated for foreign film because 
The category is foreign language film. The artist is silent. There's no language. Oh, <laughs> that's I totally. Forgot. I mean, I could be wrong, but no, it literally but wasn't crazy. even nominated. It wasn't nominated. Um, that movie is Separation. What did you see that the movie yes. from around about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that one. Yeah, that one won. It wasn't even nominated. Okay, well, I mean, obviously, I'm not. This is not an Oscars podcast. You got to go to little. Yeah, you got to go to little old men. Got to go to this had Oscar buzz. I'm curious, like the statistics of like you know foreign film winning foreign film, not winning best picture. Mm -hmm. If it was nominated twice, what ends up happening? That could play a lot into this. Point is, they don't know. I think no one really knows what's going to happen anymore, which is exciting. Which is one of the reasons that the Oscars are going to be fun this year. Yes, but it's also meaning that like the the run up is going to be weird as hell. Remember how stressful they were last year? Like sometimes the Oscars can. (laughs) be like truly stressful like my enemy three three billboards like that actually like just oh we were almost there we were almost there me that destroyed me destroyed me the entire show i just kept being like i have an enemy i mean (laughs) i have another enemy i don't love bohemian Rhapsody. i don't love green book but like i'm not rooting against them i'm rooting for the things i love i already forgot what won last year we were worried it would be three billboards and it wasn't Uh, oh stop uh, lady in the water Mm. lady in the water was it no shape of water shape of (laughs) water The Shape of Water. That's Bryce Dallas Howard. Excuse me, Jessica Chastain. So that's Shape of Water. On. A fine. That's the thing. It's like a for, for me a forgettable experience with mm-hmm. the Shape of Water. Speaking of a star is born, a star is about to be born, and that star is Andy Cohen's child. Son. Son. Oh, it's a son. Yeah, it's a son. Okay. Yeah. He's having a son. The shower was hosted by several housewives at the Palm in Beverly Hills. Oh. Yes. The theme of the baby shower was a star is born. And John Mayer was there. He and Andy are friends. Okay, that's what happened. So I, will you dance on the table at my baby shower oh, like no. that? Oh, no. Please? <laughs> I love you, Abby, but no. That's cute. It's really cute. It's really honestly heartwarming. Andy Cohen is, like, for me, a very... He's a redeemable character. Like, I just... Like, he really can do no wrong to me at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just, like... He, when he speaks out, he says the smart... He says smart things. He seems like he knows what he's doing. He... The way that he interacts with housewives is somehow non-problematic. Like, he doesn't feel like he's laughing a, with them he it's feels a weird like paternal he's, thing yeah it's paternal but he i feel like he's like they're in a in a win-win situation where like they know what they have to give and he knows what he has to give mm-hmm. and he has some weird genuine relationship so he had a baby shower and it was at the palm in la what is that tell me about the palm is it like a corny place oh, or is the it palm there's a palm in new york okay the Palm is like a very old school, very, very expensive restaurant. Okay. Everything is super sized. And their thing is they have caricatures that go on the wall of the Palm. And that's like why it's famous. It's like a celebrity place because celebrities will go and they'll get... It's very... You know what it very it is? What? It's Sugar Factory, but like older. Oh. And then like they kind of play it's off like the idea sugar factory. that celebrities have been there. Here's their signature. Here's their photo. It's actually The Palm really Beverly Hills. That's what it is. Yo, wait. Speaking of this, just really quickly off topic. I just went to a weed store to get weed with my friend and we walked into the front room you know how like in weed stores there's like a front room where you give them your id in a back room mm-hmm. and then the front room there were all these paintings and one of the paintings was a hundred percent of ellen degeneres and i said to the lady is that ellen degeneres and she <laughs> looks up and she goes oh yeah and it was ellen degeneres and i swear to god like a suit she looked like she was in like boys to men in the 90s it looked like new jack swing she was wearing two huge rings and a huge watch for some reason mm-hmm. and her head looked really small and then the woman goes you know what's funny someone came in here once and said that looked like amanda Bynes, and she's the man <laughs> and, I like, and i was like oh my god is that for sale and she goes it can be. And I was like, no, it's like, and my friend was like, stop, you need to stop. And then we went in, get weed. It can be. It can be. And then you were like, that's my cue to go. <laughs> anyway, sorry, off topic, but you would have ended up spending like $600 on that thing. If it had been, I didn't want to ask because if it had been anywhere close to 100 to 150, I would have bought it. 
just to ha- just to. I mean, it was deranged. <laughs> it looked crazy, but like, who needs a? You I don't need a patient. painting of Ellen DeGeneres You're in pa- my. No, no one needs Ellen anything in there. Anything. I That's know. what I would have to say. I know, but I do love like a paint. I love a painting. So Andy Cohen had this enormous blowout baby shower at the Palm, and all of the housewives came, like his children slash his employees. All of them came so all except. Of them- Lisa Vanderpump. Except all of them plus John Mayer, which is hilarious. Yeah. Except Lisa Vanderpump. Was Bethany there? I didn't see her in any photos. Was she just like on the down low? I didn't see Bethany, Because which the is main surprising. thing was, it was everyone. That is a lot of people. Wait, like, there's a picture. Hold on. But the main thing was, Lisa Vanderpump didn't come. And she didn't come because she had like restaurant business. But it's so interesting because Lisa Vanderpump famously is not in a lot of her season, which has been reported. They thought she was leaving the season. She said, I'm not leaving the season, but I was busy because of my personal life. But this kind of plays into that for me because that is a little bit more evidence that like Lisa is over it. What's interesting to me is so you saw the photo of everyone together, I'm, right? I'm going to zoom in on it. See if Andy I can find Cohen up thing. top with Kyle Richards and John Mayer and Lisa Rinna. Do you think that the order of this photo has is do you think there's a hierarchy here like a visual hierarchy his favorites to his least favorites or do you think it's sort of a true mix I mean I know cuz I do see I Dallas his, up at the bottom His two favorites I know this his favorites are, are Bethany. Bethany and Kyle yes. okay. I know he that said this. Bethany's not in this photo so She's she must not, not be there I think he's also super delighted by Nini and Ramona I think he really likes a lot of the more successful housewives in terms of like the ones that are really out there here's I'm my question pretty sure to he you. does not like Teresa Well here's my question to you do you think that he so Lisa Lisa Renner is a real manipulator. She's a um she will do whatever it takes to get what she wants, which I guess is yeah. I respect and that's what that's why she's good on the show. But do you think he actually likes Lisa Renner or do you think she just strong armed her way up there? You know? Like what do you think he actually thinks about Lisa Renner? Because I mean, she's such an overpowering voice. It's like I, when you're at a it's yeah. like when you're at a party, yeah. let's say, and there's that one person yeah. who is louder than everyone yeah. else and, and you're you just like can't avoid I love it. you but like you need to stop. Yes, that's who in. she is. But the thing is is like his love and hate for these women is so interesting because it's like he feeds them and they feed him back. Like yes. they're all technically, Symbiotic. they're all like sucking up to him. Uh-huh. So I'm sure like when they're around him, they're like super extra because they're like, Andy, Andy, look at me, look at me. Like, daddy, daddy, these, I want to be your favorite right, daddy. Like, put me on the TV, daddy, or whatever. <laughs> yes. Like, Again, I don't even know how much control he has over this, but it definitely affects like who he has on his show, the you know the late night show, and who's featured and blah blah blah. So like, mm-hmm. I don't think these women are whatever being their authentic selves around him mm-hmm. for him. Like it's a performance, and I think the ones he has truly good relationships with are the ones that you feel like are the more, first of all, have been around for a while, and are the more like grounded ones. Not that I'm saying mm-hmm. Bethany is grounded, but in some in some aspects she is. Yeah. She's more like. She's not like as loopy as everyone else. Okay. Just mean. She was on the most recent episode of Shark because they she she comes in and out of Shark Tank yeah. um, over the past season or two. No one likes her on that show. No, she's awful. And but it's it's not it's, even the audience. It's getting more obvious because the other sharks have never liked her, and they're they're increasingly fed up with her. You can just tell that like everyone hates her. Yeah. Um. And her whole all she brings she brings also up, it just seems like none of the entrepreneurs who come in want to work with her. No one wants to work right? with her. Right. Like there they're was, they'll, they'll choose people over her because they're like. What, what can you give me? She's there was one beverage company recently that was like really gunning for her. And I think she, I think she bought, although like TBD on any, on whether or not any of those deals actually work out. Sometimes they bring people in as little house hunters that I think already sealed deals. Yeah. Um, also the, the, the truth about the ugly truth about Shark Tank is that the ugly deals, truth. the deals that get made on Shark Tank, only like a fraction of those actually 
end up happening. Because Did of you all know the that? contingencies. Because after you make a deal, they the sharks have like a certain period where they can review all the like the finances and all the intricacies and, and everything, out. and they can back out. And well, most of the time, yeah. they back out. But that's what's so delightful about the show is that like, sure, the show itself is inauthentic in that way, but it is authentic in that these people are giving their real money to these businesses. Yes, yes, so yes, like, yes, yes. sure, of course, it makes sense that they would like want to review. You can't just go on there and tell them your sales. Like maybe you're misreading the numbers. God knows I would. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's just. It makes sense. So it is realistic in that way, even if it's not realistic in the initial way. Well, how are mm-hmm. we still talking? We're now talking about the Shark Tank? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got here. You know what one of my favorite parts of the show last night sure, was sure, in sure, LA? Sure. Whenever we were doing our meet and greet with one of the fans who uh-huh. was like, I've spent so much money because of you on good products. And she was like, look, I mean, she was literally carrying her Everlane tote. Yes. She loved it. She yes. was like, I buy all of these products that you support, yep. but I love them. Yeah. But she was wearing Everlane at the show, yeah, was which amazing. was great. Which so was I. I was, wearing, too. I was wearing Everlane bomber jacket. Well, in case you aren't familiar, Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. Um, they want you to know what you're paying for and why. And they're radically transparent about every step in their process, from the materials they use to ethical factories they work with. Um, their clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. Because Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers and right now you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who who plus you'll get free shipping on your first order that's everlane.com slash who everlane.com slash who all of our ads today are going to be about how we're on tour and like the things we use that we sponsor on tour very earnestly and one of those things is Away. I mean, literally, my away bag is right over Your there. Your whole life. It's everything's packed in there. I've used it. I have my packing cubes in my away bag. It's a delightful way to travel. And honestly, I've never been like a huge traveler. I keep calling myself a road warrior. Bobby makes fun of me, but I think it's hilarious. I'm a road warrior on tour. Mm-hmm. And it is difficult to like pack things in and out. But the away bag, honestly, I overfill it. I have no problem closing it. I'm always like, will she I'm close? I'm surprised by how well she will closes. Will she close? And she fucking closes. Like it is <laughs> delightful. And I got, I love it. Yeah. It has great wheels. It has the USB charger. It fits everything. And it's carry on compliant, which is amazing. So Listeners of our show get a special offer for $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash whoweekly and use promo code whoweekly during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase. Awaytravel.com slash whoweekly and use promo code whoweekly. I wanted to talk about Kristen Stewart's new girlfriend. We got to talk about a new person. This new person's name is Sarah Dinkin. They've been dating for a couple months now. Who was she dating last? Let's actually find this out. Because the last girl that she was seriously, seriously dating was that model, Stella Maxwell. Yeah, maybe? Stella Maxwell. But they broke up like two times ago and now she's dating like, then she was dating someone else and now she's dating. She dated Stella for a couple years. So yeah. she split up with Stella and then yeah. immediately started dating Sarah Dinkin. Oh, so Stella was before Dinkin. Yes, right before Dinkin. <clears throat> right, 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 right before Can Dinkin. Can you stop saying Dinkin? So number one, there's not much to say about Sarah Dinkin, but it's a truly classic like celebrity relationship because they were spotted a couple times. There are like the amazing blurry photos of them leaving restaurants in LA, which is my like that orange hued paparazzi photo where it's like dark but they're under street lamps and everything's oversaturated so you see like blurry pixelated yeah, photos of two people. Yeah, because they put it in Photoshop and they're yes. like root. And it's get, orange, so orange, orange, it. orange, orange. And so there's Sarah Dinkin and Kristen Stewart. She is um, a stylist um, but if you went to her website which is sarah-dinkin.com slash bio you would find this um, sentence. 
Sarah Dinkin is a style visionary and artistic influencer. Her talent in trendsetting led to being in demand as a celebrity stylist for talent including Chloe Bennett, Jessica Shore, Sozor, Sarah Rafferty, Nico Tortorella, and many more. Deacon has hosted for Nylon TV, Street Style, NYC Fashion Week, and creative directed and produced her own personal web series, Fancy Hipster TV. Hey guys, you're watching Fancy Hipster TV. I'm here with Lola Kirk, actress and daughter of Lorraine Kirk, and we are inside of Geminola. Lola, what does Geminola mean? <laughs> um, it's actually a mixture of me and my three siblings' names, Jemima, Domino, Lola, and Greg. My favorite thing about this story is that if you look up who is Sarah Dinkin, you're going to get this website that I think is on Glamour, and you get, she's a stylist, she's also a host, She's a successful blogger, she's worked as a film writer, executive producer, and she lives in Los Angeles. All of those things are from the five paragraphs of her bio. That's all we know about Sarah Dinkin. That's honestly everyone in LA, though, so but she's a, a little bit more information. She's a visionary. Who's vi- What's the vision? I don't know. Ask Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Do we think they're in it for the long haul? Um... These two? No. Yeah, no. She's a she's a rebound. I'm do sorry, we, I'm just being objective. She's the rebound. Do we think that Kristen but to your Stewart relationship. Do we think Kristen Stewart and um Annie Clark, excuse me, St. Vincent are are ba- are destined for each other? Sometimes I think that they're gonna kinda end up together. Because they're two like buzzy yeah. buzzy lesbians. Yeah. Um I mean, I found their them to be very delightful together. Yeah. But I also did find Stella Maxwell and Kristen to be delightful together just because it's like she bagged herself Victoria's Secret Mall mm-hmm. and I felt mm-hmm. like that was very like her character. Like she is like Hollywood's like bad boy. Mm-hmm. You know, like she I'm glad that we have her because we we really don't have that kind of like gay like she she just got like she just cool, has like gay. cool swagger cool alt. she's like leonardo DiCaprio. i mean she's not terrible like he once was slash is but like she's got that like leonardo DiCaprio, caprio a-list mysterious like you know she goes to a party and just everyone's like oh it's like kristen stewart, kristen stewart. there you is know? something she has an aura that is sort of unparalleled in hollywood which is really yeah, fun that's what i'm saying it's like it's unique like i'm happy that she like, it's unique. It's and we've great. talked about this before, but I think that, and one of the things that makes Kristen Stewart so fun is that she is, um, she's one of those people who was in su- such a successful, sorry, such a successful franchise that she's rich as hell so she can make fun decisions. So her career is just a, a huge tapestry of fun decisions, weird decisions. Yeah. Because she has the freedom to do that. Because right. she has enough money. Which is weird. Like yesterday when we were at the venue, Bobby was pulling up his computer screen and he had cloud, uh, clouds of Sil- Sil- Sils Maria, Sils Maria yeah. as his backdrop on, on his backdrop computer, forever. which is wild. And the staff of the region was like, what, like movie is that? what is that, Twilight? And is I was like, well, actually, it's a... <laughs> okay. But I was like too overwhelmed to even I know, I couldn't even answer. I was it like, was I can't so say... funny. I couldn't so say clouds of Sils Maria because I was like, I can't get into what clouds of Sils Maria is. Like, I'm sorry. that's even I can't answer that. like. That's such a funny, I mean, it's like the wife of like 20, whatever. When 2012, did it come out? Yeah. 2013, who knows? Anyways, I'm at her blog and- Fancyhipster.com? It's crazy. She though. hasn't updated it in a year. But it's just, it's funny because it's just her in outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's cute. She's she's great. She seems cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving <laughs> on, I want to talk about, I have a big question for you. Yeah, wait, before we move on to this, can I just show you something? Please, please, please. I just clicked on this on Twitter because I'm, we're just doing this really free form, but I just wanted you to read this headline. Okay. Allowed? Yeah. It was on JustJarrah.com. The, the headline is, This singer tattooed Harry Styles' face onto her face. <laughs> and it's a singer named Kelsey Carter. Is that real? That's not real. And she tattooed Harry Styles' face on her right cheek. But that's not real. It could be fake. The look's fake. 
Who is she? And also, she? it doesn't look like Harry Styles. It looks like the kid from Stranger Things. It looks like... um Wolfhard? It looks like Matarazzo. But then this article says, you might not know Kelsey Carter's name yet, but she's probably going to go viral thanks to a new tattoo she just got on her face. <laughs> the up-and-coming singer got a tattoo of Harry Styles' face on her own face. The <laughs> tattoo was done by Los Angeles-based tattoo artist Romeo Lacoste, who shared the video of the inking process on Instagram. Oh, God. Kelsey is clearly a fan of Harry's, as the first post on Instagram is a video from one of his concerts. And she also has a music video out. You know what? I don't believe that this is real. This is I don't a believe stunt. that it's real. That's either. a stunt. I don't believe it. It's I don't believe it. Anyways, I think I we're being played. Let's move on. I think we're being played. Here's a question for you. Yeah. I'm sorry if this is sacrilegious, but it really doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm is Jewish, so. Mary, mother of God, a who or a them? She's totally like, she's a who She's a them with who tendencies. She's a them with who tendencies. And the reason for this is because... Pope Francis, yes, that's true. That Pope Francis, leader of the Catholic Church, he aka a, he's a legend. At, at Pontifex, <laughs> at Pontifex I mean, I know on Twitter, he's not good, but like he's a legend. Follow him on Instagram at Pontifex. This is insane. He tweeted with her quote: "Yes, Mary became the most influential woman in history. Without social networks, she became the first influencer, the influencer of God." <laughs> okay, so. Pope Imagine the spawn she <laughs> got back in the day. Pope Francis has labeled Pope Francis. Who would know? He's the one who would know. Who's tweeting for the Pontifex? Like fucking Catherine a... McPhee's <laughs> uh, social media person. <laughs> he does two mm, accounts. He oh does Catherine God. McPhee. Does the, the Pope? <laughs> God, the Pope, the Pope, the Pope Francis version of Catherine McPhee's thing is like a photo of the devil, and it says, "Hi, my gay boys," and it's like, "You, you, if you succumb to your gay thoughts, hi, my gay boys." Hi, my gay boys. <laughs> so Pope Francis, in a roundabout way, called Mary a who because he identified her as an influencer. No. You don't identify thems as influencers. No, thems, they are influential, but they would never be called influencers. Exactly. Which is the huge difference because influencer, this is... When you, when you define someone as an influencer, you make that their job title, right. their which title. Is, which is why this retweet is so apt. A Tyler Oakley retweeted her and wrote, then why wasn't she at VidCon? Which, <laughs> which, is, is, which is literally dragging her down to the level that she deserves <laughs> to be at for this tweet. Sorry, Mary. I mean, I know Mary's not even having a say in this. The Pope is just speaking for her. The Pope is just speaking for her. Like, she just wants nothing to do with this. And the Pope's like, Mary is an influencer. Like, sign her up for some, like, you know, awaytravel.com merch or whatever. Like, she'll sell you some quip toothbrushes. Oh, my God. Just go to squarespace.com slash Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think... think Careof.com slash, like... (laughs) Mother of Christ. <laughs> Do you think when um, Mary and Joseph were like going from in to in, they were dragging their away bags? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's really good. Uh, Mary's like just eating those gum- those like hair gummies <laughs> for <laughs> at the end. <laughs> the three wise men bought them gifts, but they just brought them like <laughs> like a bunch of be- like a bunch of boxes of fresh. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> what is the company called that we've definitely done spawn? HelloFresh. HelloFresh. <laughs> the three wise men each showed up with a box of a different like meal delivery service. <laughs> Blue, Apron. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. HelloFresh. Hello and Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest. <laughs> God. 
Mary Spawn, though, not to be rude, but Mary Spawn would have been so boring. Mary Mary would not have, like, added a personal story. No, Mary would have been, like, like, I'm pregnant. I'm so over this. Like, Mary's like, I'm literally carrying, I'm carrying the son of God. I can just read your bullet points. I cannot give you any personal flourishes. Mary's like, I'm not signing up for Robin Hood or whatever. I can't do this. I'm just going to go forward with what I'm No offense do. to Pod Save America, but Mary's ads would have been very crooked media. Their ads are very, like, let's just do, and, like, that's part of their joke, uh-huh. where it's, like, they Let's just not, do it. Let's right. just do it. Let's just do it. The, she Mary would have been would that. Be the same she would have way. been a very what John Lovett. Do you think Mary would have been on? She would have been on Crooked Media. Yeah. No, she would have been. A, she would have been there. <laughs> Why weird, is like, Mary a podcaster? No, Mary. <laughs> Mary Mary definitely would have been on Crooked Media because Crooked Media would be like, we got to get a religious show. We got to diversify. Let, yeah. Like, let's bow down to like this particular yeah. audience. Because Mary's we're free. So, I hear Mary's free. Everyone thinks we're so like liberal and like progressive you and think like Mary wild. Mary would let's... be a mommy blogger too. Like, definitely. Like, she would need to be like, she's like Eva Marie Martino. She's like, you know. <laughs> I can't think of Mary as a mommy blogger. What would are you? God, but you know, th- those have, she would have, she would have bought thoseheavenlydays.com from Catherine Heigl because she's like, they're my heavenly days. Catherine. Catherine would have sold it willingly, honestly. Catherine needs to stop Catherine's blogging. like, I don't need to do this anymore. Mary would have shown and been like, trust me, I know God, you need to stop blogging. <laughs> trust so me. is this episode going to be called Mary and what? <laughs> like, you should call it like, like, Vir- Virgin Mary and The Sarah Virgin Dinkin. Mary and Sarah Dinkin? Oh, no. Fuck. Oh, we no. need to move on. I could talk about this forever. So this is really stupid, but Prince Philip has been in the news a lot lately. And usually when he got Prince... A, he got in a he car, got in a car accident. accident. Because he was and driving. He's old. Because he was driving. Stop him from driving. <laughs> Prince Philip is 97 years be st- old. No driving. He shouldn't... Dr- he, like, famous people shouldn't drive ever. First of all, never drive. If you're famous, stop mm-hmm. driving. Why are you driving? So the accident happened a while ago. It happened. Prince Philip is kind of hooey, right? He's definitely hooey because no one ever. You first of all, everyone thinks he's. Everyone thinks he's dead. Everyone thinks he's dead because he's so old. He's close. And the queen is so. The queen is so visible. The queen's everywhere all the time. Right. So he's just not. I feel like he's a them. If you watch The Crown now, like he's a 2019 them because of The Crown. 2018, 2019. But like overall especially to americans he's a who like we don't we have a very limited view of the unless you're a royalist which i understand like you're obsessed with royals which we have encountered many of those as we were talking about Meghan markle a lot but like if you are not you really don't have awareness of what's going on over there aside from the queen aside from Meghan markle aside from um diana harry and uh mm-hmm. william and well, maybe uh kate i mean he was driving a land rover he didn't see the woman in the in another lane or something, and he smashed into her. Right. And he's ninety seven. He was driving a Land Rover. She's driving a Kia. So it's like you know, like a a. He Land Rovered into her. No, it's literally like an elephant running into you know a cat. Sure. Um. So Oops. she gets injured. He doesn't get injured at all, apparently. But he's very shaken. Which up. is weird because he's ninety seven. His she, whole body should shatter into pieces. Isn't that what she, happens? All your bones. She breaks a wrist. Um. She breaks a wrist. He flips over, but I think he's fine. There was also a baby in the Kia's car. So he writes a letter to this woman. Her name is Emma Fairweather. And the letter is wild. And that's the main reason I'm bringing this up right now. Well, the headline. The letter, can you read the headline of the Daily Mail? Which one is that? I don't have the Daily Mail Prince headline Philliam, open. Prince Philip. You have it in here. Prince Philip oh. riding shotgun and wearing seatbelt tells accident victim he's Oh, that's TMZ. Sorry. That's TMZ. Oh. Riding shotgun and wearing seatbelt. So they have a new photo of him riding shotgun. It's like, he's not driving anymore. Thank oh, God. Oh, so exactly. he was driving and now he's only riding yes. shotgun. Well, so that's it how says, it should be. So it says, Dear Miss Fairweather, I would like you to know how very sorry I am for my part in the accident at the Babbingly, cro- at the Babbingly Crossroads. <laughs> 
I have been across that crossing any number of times, and I know very well the amount of traffic that uses that main road. It was a bright, sunny day, and at about three in the afternoon, the sun was low over the wash. This is beautiful. In other words, the sun was shining low over the main road. Okay. In normal conditions, I would have no difficulty in seeing traffic coming from the Dershingham direction. <laughs> but I can only imagine that I failed to see the car coming, and I am very contrite about the consequences. I was somewhat shaken after the accident, but was greatly relieved that none of you were seriously injured. As a crowd was beginning to gather, I was advised to return to Sandringham House by a local police officer. I have since learned that you suffered a broken arm. I am deeply sorry about this injury. I wish you a speedy recovery from your very distressing experience. I love that. Yours sincerely, Philip. So he's like, I'm sorry I fucking fled the scene, yeah, but literally. I did it because a cop was yeah. like, you gotta flee the scene. I mean, truly. <laughs> Listen, Prince Philip. Truly. Also, how does how did he flee the scene? He's 97. They I guess a car, car came. And they drove him home. Um, yeah, I mean, when Prince Philip dies, whenever that is, she's definitely going to be called. And it's like, what was your memory of Prince Philip when he she's ran like, in I didn't meet car? him. He left. He left, <laughs> fled the scene. <laughs> he fled the scene. What is, uh, what is next on this list? Halsey's hosting Saturday Night Live. Halsey's going to host Saturday Night Live. But that's is- not the, this, the, it's like not even like, Hal- if Halsey was on Saturday Night Live, which she has been before, we wouldn't care. But she's yeah. hosting she's and hosting performing, and which, uh, Well, she has her number one finally. She finally got her number yeah, one. can she act? She played herself in A we'll Star Is Born. We'll find is out. Is she funny? She is funny. She is funny in that video where she t- tells people to stop. <laughs> She's funny in that video. What is that? The stop please don't be rude to please me. Don't. Please don't be rude to me. That's hilarious. I'm not trying to swerve you. That's a hilarious video. I think I think she'll be fine. I'm not watching it, She's, but it's fine. No, who watches Saturday Night Live? Um, but it's it's just funny <gasps> that it's just funny that it all comes back to Halsey at this point. Um, Lindsay, you take this one. So Megan Barton Hansen, we have an update here. Last yeah, week, I usually don't love to update about stuff like this because it gets dull and drags on. But these two, remember how we said they were together and fought? Megan Barton Hansen and Wes Nelson from Love Island, they ended up together. They got in a fight because of Dancing on Ice. His partner, she said he his partner was mean to her and that she was trying to steal him. Please don't be mean to me. Um, guess what? They broke up. Like, over this. For sure over this. Over this drama. Um, He's although, probably going to start dating the Dancing on Ice woman in I two pray, seconds. I pray. That would really make this nice. And then we'll talk about it again. So, this headline from The Sun, Megan Barton Hansen splits from Wes Nelson after jealousy over Dancing on Ice partner. But that's not the best part. The best she, part is this. She announced the Instagram, the split on Instagram, an Instagram story which I think is lovely because then it doesn't stay in your gram. You just fully mm-hmm. like disappears. But don't worry, I have a screenshot of it. And it basically... The margins here also. She's only using about... She this has got a, a good laugh it's last about, night. <laughs> it's like a 200 word apology, but she's filling... She's only using maybe like 10% of the space on the screen because she made it so small. It's very hard to read. I'd have to, po- I'd have to literally have to pull in. my thumb down have to and zoom, zoom in. in. Anyways, I'm not going to read the first part, but it's like, it's exactly what you think. She calls it an unconscious coupling, which is hilarious. So, okay, she says... Conscious uncoupling. Conscious. Mm, and right. then she claims she doesn't even know that it's right. from Gwyneth. So listen, she says, we are, however, and will always be a family. And in many ways, we are closer than ever as we have been. We are parents, first and foremost, to one incredibly wonderful hamster. <laughs> hamster. 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 This is not a joke. It's not a comedian. I don't think. She's... It's unclear. So she writes this whole letter, including the, yes, that we're going to co-parent a hamster. And then the Daily Mail posts, she posted another screenshot of her texting with another Love Island castmate in which the Love Island castmate says, people are saying it's the same as Gwyneth spelled G-W-E-N-I-T-H, Poutroys, <laughs> or however you spell it, speech. P-O-U-T-R-O-Y-S. I am dead if so, dead. And then she responded, yes, obs. And she wrote, and the other girl wrote, I am ducking dead. And then Megan wrote, I'm not going to co-parent a hamster fool. So I guess that was the joke. She I was making it, a joke. But 
But she can That's see. That's not a good joke. Also, but the, I also like got from her that she wasn't like a joke making gal. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. All right. Anyways, and then the other great part is that um, the, the Daily Mail, uh, Wes, the Daily Mail featured Wes? photos, photos Wes? of Wes. What is that from? Nailed it. Got it. Wes on Nailed It. Every time Nicole Byer calls him, she goes, Wes? 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 What has happened to your hair, Wes? It's a really nice niche joke for you. It's so good. Anyways, uh, this headline, Wes Nelson and Megan Barton Hansen split. Love Island hunk pictured the moment he discovers their home has been burgled just hours before announcing shock breakup. So imagine you went to your house, you open the door, you see it all ransacked. You turn around because you haven't quite walked into the house because you're so overwhelmed by it. And when you turn around... There's a camera taking photos of you. That's the face he's making. Well, which is interesting because I feel like either somebody called them, but more likely they're listening to like the police report and they heard his name Mm -hmm. and they were like, we got to go. You got the scanner. So they got a photo of him literally looking at the camera like, yeah, I was just burgled bitches. And (laughs) so they have this photo and it's just, it's delightful. It's really good. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was burgled. That's sad. Yeah. It's time to do Rita. (laughs) What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? First things first, we talked about Rita not knowing what a tuba was already. Yeah. So let's move on to, she has her new shoe line. We finally saw the first shoe. We've and seen a bunch of shoes. But the main shoe. The is red shoe. The big thigh high boot. The shoe. Knee yeah. high boot the, probably. As I said at the show last night, the shoe that only I could see only Rita wearing and no one else. So yeah. delightful that Rita designed shoes just for herself. Not sure she <laughs> understands the point of business, which is to sell the shoes to people like me as I hold up my Birkenstocks. <laughs> but they'll be in, they'll be in like videos. People will wear those on a run. Sure. And like also the brand that Rita's videos. carrying with is like a, is like a flashy brand. It's like, what are the shoes that JLo wore? The really insane shoes that she wore in that Ain't Your Mama video? <laughs> Were they like Versace? Wait, I'm sorry. Did you just say, like, I'm supposed to remember what happened the in the iconic, Ain't Your Mama the video? The iconic shoe she wore in Ain't oh, Your yes, Mama. Oh, yes, the shoe she wore in the Ain't Your Mama video. What the fuck is wrong you with you? You know those shoes. Ain't Your Mama video? Yes. Ain't gonna <laughs> do your laundry. I ain't your mama. The shoes. You I know don't the know. shoes. Come on. These. See, they were like. Remember, they like tied to her oh, belt. Oh, they're they're like chap shoes. They're chap shoes. So they were denim shoes that were actually attached to chaps. Those were not iconic shoes. Those were kind of iconic. They were not. Am I wrong? Yes. Okay, what else is Rita? They were definitely to? custom. The most important thing, which everyone's been asking us about, is did we see Rita or on Drag Race? The answer is I did. Um, the answer is this is what was said when she was introduced. No, well, so okay, let me get into the context for this for just a second. For the clip. Rita Ora was on an episode of Drag Race in which she, the the competition was the uh, the drag queens had to make their own clubs, mm-hmm. like themed clubs. So there was a club that was themed like um, space. There was a drag club that was themed like um, fashion or something. Mm-hmm. And there was a, dra- a drag race that w- club that was themed like bees, like the beehive. Mm-hmm. And each scene, each skit, they do these little skits. Uh, Rita Ora was partying at the club, which was accurate because those are clubs. That's like what Rita Ora would do. Yeah, she parties at the club. She designed shoes. So she she parties at the club. club. So the drag queens had to do these funny little like promo videos like come to our club. And in the B one and a, an amazing drag 
a queen named Manila Luzon was over at the <laughs> VIP section. It was like, here we have our VIBs. New York City legend, Suzanne Barsh. Yay! And yeah. non-American singer, Rita Ora. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Manila Luzon is definitely aware she's making a joke. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible joke. It's a good joke. My favorite thing about this, and I made this joke last night at the show, is Make that... Make it again. Is that... Those are two solid descriptors of someone that most people cannot describe. 100%. Non-American, number yep. one, singer. singer. Because people always ask, what right. does she do? She's a singer. Right. So Where's she from? She's not American. A sh- it's shady of the, because of saying them both. But if you were like, who is Rita Ora? I would say, oh, she's mostly known for being a singer and she's British. It's so a very reasonable first sentence. Non-American singer. It's a very reasonable first sentence of a Wikipedia. Rita Ora is a non-American singer. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shoe designer. Shoe designer. Tuba hater. And activist. I don't know. <laughs> An activist. LGBTQ activist. Oh, she sure LGBTQ is. LGBTQ warrior. She sure is. But so she was on Drag Race. She was delightful. I don't know. She looked great. She, her, she's she a had, delight. Her opening joke was a little bit of a flop, but it's fine. They, they don't give you much time to talk. She's good. Um, But that's <laughs> it. Oh, did we, we talked about the ad stuff already. What ad on stuff? On last week's episode. Oh, she got in trouble she got for in not trouble, But that's ads. all she's been into yeah. because she spent so much time on Drag Race. So she's that's busy. all she did. Well, she has so many like lines. And also I will say like, if you do a sponsored line for someone, it is technically not spawn because you're involved in it. Like, I just it's wonder. It's your business. Yeah, the line the line of where you would need to tag ad, tag spawn or whatever is actually quite blurry when it becomes your own item. Yeah, I because, agree. sure, you're spawning, but if you own it, like, or you or It's you obvious made it, to people that it's right, like it's you. Right, it's like, oh, Rita Ora and Adidas. Sure, I know this is technically spawn, but it's also, she's not selling Adidas. Mm-hmm. She's like alongside them. So- mm-hmm. I would like a call from the whatever. FCC. Yeah, and tell me what the deal is with this because I yeah. need to know. Um, and with that, I think we're done. So everyone, we'll see you in Denver on Thursday. We'll see you in Seattle on Friday. We'll see you in Portland on Saturday. Um, everyone else, you know, we'll see we'll you later. And then we'll see you in other cities in later. In other cities. In the, Go to well, slash live. Whoweekly.us slash live. And wait, I want to say by the time this episode goes up, if you're seeing all the cool merch that we're selling at the shows and you're like, wait, I want to get that, but they're not It'll coming to my city. Whoweekly.us, click on store. You'll go to our store. Everything is beautiful and new and the pins and the totes and please go check it out please yeah. go look and follow us on instagram facebook and twitter also support us on patreon.com slash who weekly and call in 619 who them if you have any questions or comments for friday's episode until then see you later goodbye Ciao. we love you bye you will yeah. yeah. they want to know I'm carrying the son of God. I can just read your bullet points.